We all experience loss of one sort or another. The loss of a loved one through death, the loss of a relationship when someone makes a mistake, or when two people simply grow apart, the loss of trust in another person, the loss of comfort and familiarity when we push ourselves to do something new. We all experience loss. On a regular basis, these losses happen to each of us, leaving us in pain, spiritual, emotional, psychological pain. And we all carry burdens around with us, the burdens of grief, of pain, and of brokenness. We have all, at some point in our lives, hurt someone else, and we have all been hurt by another. Perhaps you have felt the sting of disappointment, the hurt of rejection, the pain of betrayal. The very hardest question in all of theology is why being human is permanently tied up with the pain of loss. We live, we love, we lose, and we feel the pain of that loss. And while that question is just a little too hard for me to take up today, one of the lessons we learn on Easter Sunday is that as human beings, we also have the power to heal our pain. We have the power to overcome the grief and hurt of losses of all sorts. What does it take to heal? What does it take to move from the pain of grief to the warmth of remembrance? What does it take to forgive another for something they've done to us? What does it take to forgive ourselves for something we've done? All of these questions are part of the Easter story, part of the power of this holiest of Christian holidays. And while we as Unitarian Universalists have chosen not to understand the Easter story as a literal telling of history, we can seek meaning in Easter. We need not understand how such an event, the death and resurrection of Jesus, might have happened in order to understand why the Easter story holds such deep meaning for Christians, or why it might be important to us today, whatever our theology. Indeed, we are far from alone in seeking to understand the why of Easter without understanding the how of an impossible story. Liberal Christians the world over celebrate this holiday today without ever once engaging in the question, how? Theologian and United Church of Christ minister Walter Brueggemann once wrote, the Easter question is not whether you can get your mind around the resurrection because you cannot. Rather, the question is whether you can permit in your horizon new healing power, new surging possibility, new gestures to the lame, new ways of power in an armed, fearful world, new risk, new life, leaping, dancing, singing, praising the powers beyond all our controlled powers. So the question then becomes, can we allow ourselves to feel the healing power that is all around us? Can we allow ourselves to find the spiritual balm, that healing medicine that can tend to our innermost hurt? 
Can we allow ourselves to forgive ourselves and others? Can we allow ourselves to feel joy? Can we allow ourselves to lay our burdens down at the side of the river, to let go of grudges, to take the weight off of our backs, to stand up straight and to feel the warmth of sunlight on our faces? Can we? If we can, we must find a way to do so. In the Christian religion, forgiveness and healing come from the grace of God. To many Christians, this grace is promised in the covenant sealed with the death and resurrection of Jesus. The pain of Jesus' suffering on the cross is sometimes seen as the pain of all humanity, and the resurrection of Jesus from the dead is a sign of the promise that such pain can be overcome. It is this covenant that most Christians celebrate on Easter Sunday. Now, some Christians believe that God's grace must be earned, either through specific professions of faith or through works. People who be would believe this way would deny the healing power of their loving God to billions of people who don't think or act like them. In such a theology, Easter is only a joyous holiday if you are among the few who are destined to be saved. For those outside of the circle, it is meaningless at best. Our spiritual ancestors rejected this division, and for good reasons. Our universalist ancestors saw tradition, traditional Christian theology as akin to denying that all people are warmed by the same sun. They understood that a loving God would never deny someone access to his healing power or, or grace. While they still held a traditional interpretation of that Easter story, they refused to believe in a God whose grace could be partial, whose love could only be available to some. To universalists, grace, forgiveness, healing, and wholeness are automatic. They come to all of us because God's love is so strong, it can overcome any sin, any hurt, or any wrong. Our Unitarian ancestors rejected the notion that any part of the Easter story could be taken literally. To them, Jesus was a human being who was put to death by other human beings. Unitarians saw the grace of God not as something that came from outside of us, but rather as something we each had the power to access. To Unitarians, grace, forgiveness, Healing and wholeness are possible, but they are ours to create. I believe there are merits in both the Unitarian and the Universalist positions. I believe that we are surrounded by love, and also that we have the ability to heal and to forgive, and that we must make, make the steps to access that power from within us. I believe that grace, wholeness, and healing come from relationships, that brokenness in human relationships causes pain, and that reconciliation with those who have hurt us or whom we have hurt is possible. I believe that grace, wholeness, and healing are within our power, and I believe that we come together in community to find this power. Each week, we light candles, simple candles that express the great joys and sorrows in our lives. 
Believe it or not, although candles of joys and sorrow are a fairly common part of Unitarian Universalist worship, this ritual that we do every week is a fairly controversial one among UU ministers. I have come to the conclusion that my colleagues who react so strongly against it don't fully appreciate the reason for it in our worship. No, we are not hearing every joy or every sorrow in our community. And yes, some people sometimes use it for things that others might find trivial. But underneath it all, our candles of joy and sorrow are the prayers of our community. They are a public way to acknowledge our brokenness and our pain, a public way to celebrate our wholeness and our joy. They are the very stuff on which healing and grace are built. Here in this community of faith, we create our own space for healing. Here, we understand, like the residents of that town, that we have the power to let go of grudges. We dig deep within ourselves to find the power to forgive ourselves, ourselves and others, even when we have to struggle to do so. And ultimately, we know that together, in community, we have the power to heal, even from the most painful hurt. This Easter, let's make the choice to feel that light on our face, to feel the love that is available to us, the love that is all around us. Let us feel the spiritual balm closing our wounds, and let us know grace.